Welcome back to another episode of Sundays with Jeff Miller. And uh, hey, you over there, stop crying. There's no crying in fantasy football. None of that. No, I know. You think you're the only one that lost by a field goal? No. You think you're the only one that had to play against Travis Kelsey? Four touchdowns, get beat, get spanked, get whipped? No, you're not. Move on. Move on. All right. Just sit there and be quiet and listen to this podcast. Hey, this week we have our first set of bye weeks coming up. And in week six, Detroit, Houston, Las Vegas, and Tennessee will be on a bye. And if Devontae Adams uh, keeps it up, he might be on a bye an extra week too. Sorry, had to throw that out there. I mean, if you can't laugh at fantasy football, what can you laugh at? Because it has been nothing but a mess this year. A mess. I mean, it's really crazy. Some of the things that have taken place in fantasy football is crazy, and you can't control them, so don't try to, okay? Let it go. So, for instance, there was a lot of drama last night in that, in that uh, Monday night football game, right? Um, Patrick Mahomes leads the Chief to a come-from-behind victory. The final score ends up being 30-29 over the Raiders. At one point, the Raiders were winning that game by 17 points. Patrick Mahomes throws for 292 yards, four touchdowns, all to Travis Kelsey, and I think I read that he had 25 total yards receiving, but four touchdowns. What a great night for Travis Kelsey. He sets a record in the NFL uh, for tight end touchdown receptions or ties the record for Monday Night Football, and I guess <clears throat> that's a good thing, right? Um Patrick Mahomes has the largest career regular season comeback record. Now get this, since 2018, Patrick Mahomes is 12 and 9, a 571 winning percentage in games he trails by double digits. And this includes playoffs. All the other quarterbacks combined, combined, are 156, 873, and 4. That's a 153 win percentage on those numbers. Hey, Detroit, Lions, do me a favor. Go out and pick up Patrick Mahomes for 10 first-round draft picks. Please, please help us out. How many of you are looking at pickups from last week? I was looking at this today, and I was kind of scanning scores, and I come across Tampa Bay 21, Atlanta 15. <clears throat> and I take a look at this, and I, and I look at the running backs, and okay, so last week we know Cordero Patterson went out, and everybody went bid crazy and, and picked up uh, the rookie, Tyler Algier, and then Caleb Huntley, another one. But do they end up having the most fantasy points for Atlanta at the running back position? No. Avery Williams does. Avery Williams wasn't even in the conversation. No podcaster even told me to look at Avery Williams. I'm guilty. I did not tell you because I did not know. He ends up with 10.10 fantasy points, which is nothing to write home about. But as I scan here and I look at this, he's the only guy that ends up with a touchdown. That's how weird fantasy football is. Which brings me to the conversation about this week and who's available and who you're going to go out and pick up. And so I made my list. I got my watch list going. And I'm just going to kind of go through it. There's no particular order because there's just a bunch of people out there who are available in most leagues. Some they're not, some they are. So I'm going to go through this list and give you a, a heads up. There's a few I think you might want to pay attention to. So the very first one on my list is um, Evan Ingram, the tight end for Jacksonville. And he's been on and off 
uh, people's rosters. But he had a good week this week, 12.9 fantasy points, um, 75% of the snaps. Now, in the on the year, he's played between 69 and 76% of the snaps every week, which is valuable. Um, last week, this particular week, he had 10 targets, 6 catches, and uh, 69 yards, which is nice. So he could be a good pickup person for you if you need a tight end. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Now, I know here's a guy that's kind of been batted around a little bit this year, too. But if you look at the facts, and I mean, and this is what we have to look at when we're looking for people to cover bye weeks. Kind of have to look at matchups and then some of the interesting things. And for me, it's about snaps and targets, because targets are opportunity. We talk about that. So in three of the five games this year, he's had 11, 9, and 7 this week in targets. He's had 6, 5, and 4 um, receptions. Now, he hasn't had any TDs, but by looking at this, he's averaging right around 12 yards per catch, 12 yards. His snap percentage is right around, I'm going to say, I'm going to call it 85%. 85%. So if you're looking for somebody that's actually going to be on the field, and, you know, Donovan Peoples, can, he can get down the field. He's pretty quick. Might be somebody you look at with bye weeks coming up over the next few weeks. Here's a guy that's starting to pick up a little steam. I don't want to have to tell you this in a few weeks. I told you so, but he is getting a lot of attention. His name is Jalen Warren. He's a running back for Pittsburgh. This week he had 51% of the carries. He had five carries for 24 yards, 4.8 yards per carry. And he also had four catches on five targets for 39 yards, 10.3 fantasy points. It's not a big deal. But if he continues to have that stream of carries and Najee Harris continues to go backwards, he might be a nice play down the road for your fantasy team. Pittsburgh does have a fairly tough schedule. It is a player you might be able to sit on, but you might want to mark him and just keep an eye on what his production is like over the next few weeks. Here's a guy we all know about. He's been around for a while, and I like what I'm seeing, and I like the way this guy just behaves, the way he acts. He's such a, he seems like such a professional. Um, Randall Cobb, Green Bay. He's 32 years old. Yes, I know that, but this week's game, 13 targets, and seven receptions, 99 yards, 16.9 fantasy points. And in Green Bay, they're saying he's going to see more action on the field. He does have a great relationship. Remember, he wouldn't even be there if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers right now. So another guy you might take a peek at with uh, waivers or with your bye weeks coming up, and he's available on the waiver wire. This guy I see in some leagues he's taken, some leagues he's not. Hayden Hurst, tight end for Cincinnati, 17.3 fantasy points, um, playing right around 80% of the snaps most of the time. He had a couple weeks, uh, he had an injury and only played 38%, and then the next week he only played 56 But the back-to-back weeks with touchdowns, with touchdowns. So this week, six catches, seven targets, uh, 53 yards and a touchdown, and that's good enough for 17.3 fantasy points. A serviceable tight end if he's available in your league. Now, someone that I'm not really sure about, but I just I read quite a bit about him in the last couple days, and people are saying Joshua Kelly, Joshua Kelly, L.A. Chargers. He's not somebody I'm going to pick up this week, but yes, he caught my attention. With 25% of the snaps, he had 10 rushing attempts, 49 yards. That's 4.9 yards per carry and a touchdown. He also had two targets, two receptions for 33 yards. And the reason I bring this up, because it is the Chargers, 
And the receivers in LA are really struggling. They really are. There's no consistency to any of their top receivers or for the tight end for that matter. Um, Everett has not played very well the last two weeks. So maybe Kelly is going to see more opportunities because he's been able to kind of show that he can do both. Somebody I would definitely be watching and somebody you might want to you know, pick up and use as a spot play. How about Eno Benjamin for uh, Arizona? He is somebody you want to pay particular attention to the next couple days. If Connors is out and Williams is out, he's going to be a valuable play. He went in this week, ends up with 54% of the snaps, runs the ball eight times for 25 yards and a touchdown, and catches the ball three times for 28. He will be the starter um, in what should be a favorable matchup because he got 14 points against Philadelphia. This week he plays one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL. He'll be going against Seattle. He might be a guy you just pick up and use this week if he actually is going to play. How about Brian Robinson, the rookie running back? He comes back this week, carries the ball nine times, 22 yards, 2.4 yards per carry. Not much, but he might be a stolen-go guy. It looks like uh, Gibson might be on his way out in Washington, but it also looks like Ron Rivera might be on his way out, and that might come into you know determine how Brian Robinson ends up getting used moving forward. A couple sneaky picks for you here. I actually got three that I want you to look at. Kay Dotton, I kind of made fun of him last week in my podcast and said I wasn't starting any tight end for Tampa Bay because I didn't know who was playing. Kay Dotton goes out and plays and uh, puts up 94% of the snaps. So in the last two weeks, he's averaging right around 80% of the snaps. Okay, He has nine catches, 11 targets in those two games, 72 yards, no touchdowns. But somebody you might want to take a look at, this particular week, 94% of the snaps. He had six receptions, 43 yards. And we all know that if you prove to Tom Brady that you can catch a football, he's going to throw it your way. He's going to throw it your way. Darius Slayton, here's another sneaky guy. Comes back. Now, last week he didn't play real well. He had 60% of the snaps. Not, and then this week he turned around and only plays 54, but he gets 13.9 fantasy points. Targeted seven times. Six receptions, 79 yards. That's like 13 yards per catch. Uh, Going to be playing Baltimore this week, which has an offense that you can throw the ball against. Not really sure about Daniel Jones, but again, one of those types of players that if you just you know pick and choose the weeks you're going to use him, and you're going to have that. Moving in the next few weeks, we're all going to have buys that we got to cover up. He might be matchup-based productive for your team. Nico Collins is another one. I've talked about him off and on all season long. He's finally put together two halfway decent games. 80% of the snaps the last two weeks. Um, 21.7 fantasy points. I know that's not a lot. It's like 10.8 each week. Targeted 11 times. He's had seven catches and 147 yards. Now, my thing here is no touchdowns. He gets a touchdown to go along with this, and now all of a sudden you're looking at 14 and 13 fantasy points, which is serviceable. Um, for your team moving forward for the next few weeks if you need him. He's going to be on a bye week six, so he's cheap. You can grab him for like a buck this week if that's how you guys do it. Maybe, you know, a nickel uh, could be. But he's got the Las Vegas Raiders. We saw how Patrick Mahomes threw the ball. Uh, Tennessee, and then he plays Philadelphia and the New York Giants. And they actually got their first win this week, and they weren't supposed to. So there's another reason to look at it. 
How about a quarterback? Let's just throw this guy out here. How about Geno Smith? If I told you that Geno Smith in the last two weeks has averaged 33 fantasy points and over the last three weeks, roughly 30 fantasy points, would you consider picking him up? The thing that I found amazing is just when I started talking to him a little bit about him throwing the ball so much, this week he doesn't throw the ball a ton, only 25 attempts, but he has 16 completions, 268 yards, he ends up with three touchdowns. So for the year, for the year, he has nine touchdowns and two interceptions. He also has one rushing touchdown. He is capable of running the ball. He's got some really nice matchups coming up, Arizona, the L.A. Chargers, the Giants, and then Arizona again. So, might be somebody you can use in that slot. If your quarterback's going to be going on a bye, you may not want to wait to grab a quarterback today if he's available in your league. You might want to actually pick him up. Isaiah McKenzie, also available for Buffalo. He had a concussion, was out. Uh, he's going to come back week six and then go on a bye week seven. Maybe you don't want to spend any money and you want to wait and give him a week. Uh, but he should be productive in the offense. We all saw what uh, the guy that filled in for him, Mr. Shakur, did this week. But I think Isaiah McKenzie is a lock. Crowder's done for the year um, as the number two or three receiver in that offense. It's going to bounce back and forth between him and Gabe Davis. But another interesting pickup for your fantasy team. And might take a look at him. Here's the guy that's getting a lot of press. Kenneth Walker, the backup to um, Rashad Penny who is now out for the season, goes in and plays 58% of the snaps this week. He ends up with eight carries for 88 yards. That's 11 yards per carry. He gets a touchdown, no reception. So that kind of also brings Dallas, uh, DJ Dallas into play, kind of a better receiving back. But should get the bulk of the carries in Seattle. And Seattle's offense has been pretty solid. So not sure what you might want to spend on him, but you definitely want to take a look. And then if Taysom Hill's available, you might want to go out and take a look at that. I mean, 36.08 fantasy points. And I tell you, I can't even, it, it boggles my mind. I don't know how I feel about this as a fantasy football analyst, but 36.08 fantasy points, pretty good for 30% of the snaps, right? And then I start scanning and I'm like, okay, he's a tight end. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 he, he's only got one catch this year. Oh, wait a minute. He's only been targeted once for for two yards and he's got no touchdowns why would I why would I why would I pick this guy up and then you move over to the other side and you look and you see oh yeah mm-hmm four rushes 81 yards one TD hmm. three rushes 14 yards five rushes 21 yard team hmm. nine rushes 112 yards three TDs and apparently he can throw the football because he got one of them too I don't know I don't, it doesn't seem logical that we would allow a guy to be able to be started as a tight end when his points are coming as a running back, but we do. And I guess if you look at it from the other side, I mean, we do allow flex plays, right? Go get you some Taysom Hill, people. I mean, you're going to get zero points one week and 30 the next. Who Maybe you risk it, you know, especially if you're on the fence and you need a little boost for your fantasy team. Here's another tight end that's starting to catch my eye a little bit. Daniel Bellinger. And Daniel is a rookie. And he is playing for the New York Giants. And um, since week one, where he didn't have any fantasy points, he has played roughly 60 to 63% of the snaps. He started out week two and got one target, one catch, 16 yards. But it, he's progressively done pretty good. Um, four receptions on five targets for 40 yards. Three receptions, three targets, 23 yards. And then two receptions 
on three targets for 11 yards, but he's got two touchdowns in the last four weeks. So he's being used in this offense. Some pretty favorable matchups coming down the road. If you're looking for a tight end, um, he's another one you could consider. And I think his play is going to continue to elevate because really New York Giants do not have very many uh, people available that they can throw to. Have you heard of Eric Saubert? Now he's a tight end for Denver. He's another one that I've been kind of keeping an eye on. And it looks like if he plays, which the last two weeks he has, um, 77% of the snaps, then this week 56. But this week with 56%, he ends up with seven targets. He catches five of them for 36 yards. He's also got a touchdown this year. It looks like he's taken over in Denver as a tight end. Now, I know we're all a little hesitant because Russell Wilson hasn't been the best. But if he's got a bum shoulder, maybe he can only throw the ball like five to six yards. And Saubert works into that, and he just gets you fantasy points, which is what you need from your tight end position. Alec Pierce, another rookie that's garnering some attention. Uh, last two weeks for him, 44% uh, of the snaps, 59. He gets 59% this week. He ends up with nine targets, eight receptions, 81 yards. The previous week, he had four receptions, six targets, 80 yards. And the week before that, three receptions, five targets, 61 yards. So those are nice yardage marks. He has no touchdowns, but those might come. Uh, here's a guy you might take a look at as a rookie to help fill up your roster. And I will tell you, after he plays Jacksonville this week, uh, he doesn't go on a bye till week 14, so he might be a great fill-in for your fantasy roster. That is Alex Pierce, and he plays for the Indianapolis Colts. Zay Jones is another one that is available in a lot of leagues out there. You might take a look at him. He came back this week, played 80% of the snaps, had eight targets, only three catches. But before he went on that bye, he was looking pretty productive as WR2 in this offense and might be somebody that could help you out uh, on your fantasy roster. Josh Reynolds is another one I've seen available in many leagues. Josh Reynolds should be rostered in all leagues. I mean, the last four weeks... 12.8, 15.6, 21.1, 15.2, ranging in snap percentage from 72 to 91, targets from 3 to 10, and he had 10 twice and 8 once. Um, he's hitting the 96-yard mark, 81 and 92, averaging right around, it looks like to me, uh, 13 yards per catch. He's got a couple touchdowns in that four-week span to go along with it. Josh Reynolds could be a nice play for you. Detroit was horrible this week. We all know that. They're on a bye next week, but you might want to pay attention to Josh Reynolds for Detroit. And I think that's it. Oh, no, there's a couple more I've got. <clears throat> Sorry. Rondell Moore, if he's available in your fantasy league, you might want to take a look at him. He had a good week this week. He had 91% of the snaps. Last week, 86. He's back. He's healthy. He's got a matchup against Seattle this week. He had eight targets last week, seven catches, 68 yards. Rondell Moore is the um, slot receiver now in Arizona, and he's back to play, and he could be a nice play for your fantasy team. And the other one, and last but not least, is Rashad White, the running back for Tampa Bay. Again, another guy getting some play. 38% not a lot of snaps, but seeing some productivity, 15.6 fantasy points two weeks ago, 7.2 this week. Leonard Fournette had a great week, but if you have room on your bench and you need to store a player or you're looking at down the road, another guy that could end up being in a, in a bidding war if you end up waiting too long on. So that's all I've got for waiver wire pickups for you today. If you have anything you'd like me to answer for you, 
you can uh, get a hold of me at sundayswithjeffmiller at gmail.com and send me a message there, and I'll be glad to respond for you. Hopefully, your fantasy football team survived this week with a win. If not, remember, did you, you, over there, I, I talked to you earlier, zip it. Yeah, it happens. Get over it. Let it go. Yeah, sometimes you just lose. I'm familiar with it. Remember, it's fair to share. Bye.